Well, hey, everybody, this is me again. This is Greg Brazel with some more coffee and conversation. Look, I'm trying something new while I'm doing this podcast. I'm also live on this app called HAPS. This app called HAPS is a live app. I'll probably be sending you guys some links later on. Just want to give you that pre now. But this is Greg Brazel with Coffee and Conversation, another episode. Tonight, we want to continue maybe just a little bit on what we talked about last week. You ain't got to say nothing. Just let them see it. You ain't got to say nothing. Just let them see it. We was coming out of Mark chapter 2, the very last verses. No, no, Mark chapter 1. I'm sorry. The very last verses in that chapter about the man with leprosy where he asked Jesus, Wilt thou make me clean? Uh, last week we talked about, he said, I will be thou. We talked about the be thou's in our life. But then again, the Jesus told the man, say nothing to any man, but go and show and offer up to the priest. He told him, don't say nothing, go straight to the priest. And that's what our bulk of our conversation was on last week. You ain't got to say nothing. Just let them see it. Again, just a little recap on last week. We talked about how the man was had leprosy. Everybody in the town knew his situation. Everybody in the town knew his issue. And when they saw him healed, he didn't have to say nothing. Just let him see it. Jesus said, say nothing to any man, but go and show and off. Go directly to the priest and let them see because that was the law they had to go to the priest in order for the priest to declare them clean that's another story right there we're gonna we can talk about that another time but look just want to continue on that on his way right to the priest watch this watch this i'm just gonna talk a little bit about that last verse and Jesus told him to say nothing, see thou, say nothing to any man, but go thy way, show thyself to the priest, and offer for thy cleansing those things which Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. Now, picking up right here, verse 45 says, But when he went out and began to publish it, but he went out, watch, and began to publish it much. Although Jesus told him, go straight to the priest, say nothing to any man. Sometimes, not sometimes, but when the Lord does something miraculous in your life, that's something, no matter how hard you try, it makes you want to holler, it makes you want to shout. Those are some, have you ever had the Lord that did something in your life that you just could not keep to yourself? Being saved is one of them. I got a testimony on that real quick. I first got saved, I was in the military, stationed in Hawaii, and I was happy as all get out. Happy as all get out. First thing I did the next day, which was a work day, I went to work and broadcasted it to everybody, right? I did what this man did right here. I published it much, and I began to blaze abroad on my job that I got saved. But you know what? I didn't get the same response that this man got. I got a response like, oh, you a holy roller now. So, you know, I wasn't looking for that type of response, but that is the response I got because the Lord has 
done something for me, has saved me, has performed a miracle. The first miracle in my life was that of salvation. And I went to publish it much. And then when I got to work, I blazed to the broad. Just like this man did. Just like this man did. Although Jesus told him, say nothing to no man but go show and offer to the priests that show them this so the priest can clear you. He he couldn't wait till they got to the priest. He couldn't wait till they get to the priest and hold it. But he had to publish it much in the Bible said, and blazed abroad. Because the Lord had done something to him, for him, through him, in his life was just that good. He could not keep it to himself. Have that ever happened to you? I know it has. If you say that's it right there. If you know the Lord, that's it right there. If you have received Jesus Christ as saving your life, that's that's one that's the number one thing right there that you probably couldn't keep to yourself that you had to go and share with somebody, had to tell somebody that what the Lord had done in your life. That's just one thing. And there's many more things that uh, the Lord could do that we just can't keep to ourselves, that we just want to share. We want to publish much abroad and blaze abroad. But watch this though. Let me read what the Bible said. What happened when he blazed it abroad? And it said, and to blaze abroad the matter, insomuch that Jesus could no more openly enter into the city, but was without in a desert place, and they came to him from every corner. After the man got through sharing what the Lord has done for him, has done in his life, how he that miracle he did, how he healed him of leprosy, which nobody could do. And the Lord said, don't tell nobody, just go straight to the priest so they can clear you. The man couldn't keep it, it just was so good, he couldn't keep it to himself. And when he began to publish it much, when he began to blaze it abroad, folk coming start coming from everywhere. I'm just gonna give you the browser transition, I'm gonna tr interpretation. Folk start coming from everywhere. Then watch this. Then what the Bible said. It says, but was without in a desert place, and they came to him from every quarter. They came to him from, from the north, from the south, from the east, from the west. They came to him from every quarter. That man had made some kind of noise about what the Lord had done for him. When the last time you made it public? When the last time you blazed abroad what the Lord has done for you? It, I mean, some of you might have been saved a while, but I know the Lord has done something else since you done got saved. What about the other miracle? What about he bringing you out? What about he has kept you from 2020 to 2021? What about when everybody else around you seemed to be contracting COVID-19 and God sheltered you, he shielded you, he protected you, he covered you with the blood of Jesus that you would not get and you haven't gotten, praise the Lord, and will not get that COVID-19. The Bible said that man blazed abroad and folks stopped coming from everywhere, from every corner. That's, 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 it says from every quarter. From every quarter. That's what the Bible says. From every quarter. North, south, east, and west. You ain't got to say nothing. Just let them see it. But then again, right below that, 
it was so amazing. It had got so good to the man, he could not keep it to himself. It was so good and make you want to holler, make you want to shout, make you want to publish it much and blaze it abroad. It was just that good with the Lord that had done for him. God had done something for him couldn't nobody else do. There was, watch this, there was no medical healing, no medical, no medicine for leprosy. There was no medicine he could take, no pill, no vaccine that he could take for leprosy. The only way he was going to get healed of leprosy, it was how the Lord healed him. The Lord spoke that healing on it, be thou clean. And immediately the Bible says that he was clean, immediately. See, I'm, 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 I don't want to get on this COVID-19 vaccinating where you got to take one shot, then three weeks later, take another shot. I, I done heard already where some folks got the, got the uh, COVID uh, after they had took the shot. I don't know what to believe about that stuff. But anyway, I, that's what I'm not here to talk about. But I just had to throw that in there. Look, but you ain't got to say nothing. Let them see it. But it's going to be too good to you to keep it to yourself. So you're going to be just, when God does something, you're going to be just like the man with leprosy where he immediately he got healed and he couldn't keep it to himself. You can't keep stuff like that to yourself. Tell somebody because you're going to want to tell somebody like this man. Praise the Lord. And when you do, the Bible said, and they came from every quarter. They came from every quarter of the earth, from every quarter. All you got to do is tell somebody how good God has been to you. He been so good. Watch. Make you want to holler. Make you want to shout. Look, that's all I'm talking about. Now, look, look, look. I want to, on this episode, you know, this uh, podcast is dedicated to how you're living, how you're looking. How you're living is the biblical part, biblical foundation. But how you're looking is the barber and beauty that's another that's another profession i'm in i'm in the beauty and barber industry so i just want to add this a little bit on this is something i've been thinking about i want to tag on to uh uh, uh give you something thinking about okay this got to do with the the barber side of it i've been in the beauty barber industry for about 20 years and i've seen things come i've seen things go i've seen styles come i've seen styles go but believe me when the bible said there's nothing new under the sun it's absolutely true there's nothing new under the sun because what's coming right what came around gonna come around again just like fashion just like clothes hairstyles are the same hair designs hair fashion haircuts are the same there's nothing new under the sun i've seen it it come from the the good old 1920 and 30s up to today come from the 80s and 90s up to today it's just whatever is gonna come back around okay just believe me on that but look i'm a cosmetologist by license by trade by schooling by training but i've also had the opportunities to work in several barbershops as well because i can clipper cut just as well i can shear cut you know uh, so I'm a cosmetologist by license and by experience I'm a barber and uh, so I just get this one thing this is one thing I notice a lot of stuff right because I'm very observant I'm very analytical I'm very 
uh, 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 skeptical about, not skeptical, but I like to take my time and I respond to certain things rather than reacting. But look, I'm going to put this out there and let y'all think about this. Okay, barbers, this is for you guys. And this is for the brothers that go to the barbershop. When I first started cutting hair, and because they tell you that a great haircut ends with a great lineup. The lineup makes the cut. You know how you line across the front, line on the side, you know, and then some guys do the lineup with the trimmers, some of them do the lineup with the straight razor, you know, but it is said that the lineup it makes the cut. It's the lineup that makes the cut what it is. I don't care how good you don't cut everything else, if you mess that lineup is messed up. But Believe me on that. It's the lineup that made the cut. And I seen how guys do with the trimmers, uh, the zero gap trimmers, the straight razors, how I seen some guys do with the little spray paint. On my opinion on that, that's cheating right there. You use that little black spray to line up with, that's cheating. That ain't that ain't old school. That's just skipping step. You got to get that skill down with that trimmer to get that line up. And you use a little black spray paint, brother, you cheating. I'm telling you, barbers, that's a slick, cheating way to do it. All right. Now, this is what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm, I got about two minutes left, and I'm out of here. Now, what I see the barbers do is they take some little white pencil. Could be a what type of chalk pencil or bright pencil, but it's a white pencil. And they would draw the line across the head. They would draw the line on the side of the, where they line up the sideburns. They would draw the line. If a brother got a beard, they would outline it and draw the line where you want to trim it up or line it up on the beard with that white pencil, that white pencil. And, you know, to me, I think that's cheating again, but it makes it look good. Once you, it's, it's just straight as it can be. They'll draw that white line. They'll draw across the forehead. They'll draw it on the side. They'll draw that line on the beard and make it immaculate. Make it straight to perfection. And they'll draw that white line on there. But look, barbers, this is your fault right here. Don't let them brother leave at your seat with that white marker still on their head. Don't let them brother leave at your barbershop with that white marker still lined up on their forehead, still lined up around the side, still lined up on their beard. Wipe that marker off. Don't let them, don't let your customers leave the barbershop with that white chalk on their forehead. I've seen it. I've seen it in the in the stores. I've seen it in Walmart. I've seen it different places. I'm saying, now why didn't that barber wipe that chalk off that brother head? That ain't part of the haircut. That ain't part of the style. Wipe that chalk, barbers. Brother, if your barber don't do it before you leave, get you something. Just take a tissue with some alcohol or something and wipe that white line off your forehead. Wipe that white line off your side of your face. 
That ain't part of the haircut. That's just to help the barbers get the line straight. That ain't part of the style. Wipe that stuff off. And I I be wanting to tell them, bros, I see in Walmart with that white line across their forehead. Still across their forehead. Still going down the side of their face. It ain't part of the haircut. That ain't part of the style. I know some people do designs in the head, stuff like that. Even then, they'll draw and then they'll wipe it off once they cut the design in the head. But brothers, barbers, y'all wipe that chalk off them brothers' forehead before you let them out that building, out that door, out your chair. That's my pet peeve. That's all I'm talking about today. This is Greg Brazo. Coffee and conversation. How you living? How you looking? <laughs> We'll see you next time on Coffee and Conversation with Greg Brother. How you living? How you looking?